Welcome to the podcast for Windsor Road Baptist Church. Prepare your heart to receive God's message. I think I just met Jesus, the teacher. I just I just don't know how to make sense of what he told me. How how could he say that to me? I don't think he knows who I am. I I'm a businesswoman. I have a business that I've built up from the ground. Um, I've made my way. I have a name for myself. I have a multinational business with um, companies in 10 different countries. I just don't think he knows who I am. I am rich, I'm affluent, and I'm influential. Look, and I'm a good person too, right? Like, I haven't cheated along the way. I paid all my taxes. I haven't forged any signatures. I've worked hard. Um, I even am careful for who I vote for. I've sent my kids to the best Christian school in Brisbane, you know, and I've even bought them cars with all the safety features. So I am a good person. I am a good person. I've never cheated on my husband. And if my kids want to go to volleyball training, I drive them to volleyball training. If they want to try out karate, I'll take them there for sure. See, look, even my parents brought me up in a Christian household. You know, we we don't go to church anymore, but I can respect Christianity for religion. You know, I, I understand morality and look, I think it's a good thing to do, you know, to live by good morals and to be a good person. Because the world truly does need more good people, right? Amidst all the wars and all the chaos and all the poverty. I am a good person. I'm not Hitler. And I just don't know why I'm so frustrated by what this man told me this morning. Do you ever have those days where you just think about everything? Maybe it was an interaction with a stranger or maybe you have a near-death experience and you just, you just spiral down thinking, right? Like, maybe have I chosen the right career? Should I have been more wise when I was 20? Should I have um, done more investments when I was earlier? Do you ever have those questions? <laughs> Do you ever think surely there might be something more than just, I don't know, waking up, getting coffee, going to work? going home, eating, sleeping, doing that every day. Surely, surely there's something more, more than just being a good and successful person. Well, I'm about to turn 50 next week, so I guess maybe I'm having a midlife crisis. You know, maybe I should just buy that boat instead of thinking about if I go to heaven or hell. Sorry, that's probably a bit morbid to say, but I'm a good person. Maybe I'm just having one of those days. But see, this morning I was walking from Roma Street Station to my office. Yes, I do extra hours on a Sunday just to keep things rolling in the business, you know. And I took my usual route past the city tabernacle. And I'm, I'm fond of this church, right, because my grandmother would take me here when I was a child and I just like walking past on Sunday to hear the music, you know. But this morning, these kids ran out right in front of me from the church and they were dancing and twirling in the sunshine right in front of me as I was running to work. And then 12 men come out 
with them as well. And then there was this one guy that followed them as well. And I know he must have been the teacher. He seemed a little bit extra holy or something. But there was a bit of a warmth about him. And I felt like time lapsed and then all of a sudden we were standing face to face. And I was thrown off for a bit. In, you know, stupidly, the question that came out of me was not, excuse me, do you mind moving? It was, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Who asks a stranger that question? Maybe this existential crisis is just bubbling up out of me, you know? But surely if I was to ask that question, wouldn't a teacher of the church, I don't know, be a good person to ask? Gee, but then he said so quickly, why do you call me good? God alone is good. You know the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony, honour your father and your mother. All these I have kept since I was a girl, I told him. And like I've even said to you just now, like I've never committed adultery, I've never murdered anyone, like I've never stolen, like when I was like a teenager, but like everyone does that, right? And like everyone lies, so, but I value honesty and I honour my mother and my father, like I'm a good person. And when the teacher heard this, he said to me, you lack one thing. Sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. It was as if this, this, this void, this chasm in me was there, and it was starting to choke me a little bit. Who is this man? Sell everything you have and give to the poor. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know me. Like, treasure in heaven. I'm meant to follow him on a treasure hunt. Is that what I'm meant to do? Follow this man I've just met on a treasure hunt. That is a fairy tale. This is the real world. You know, I've worked for this. Everything I own, everything I have, I have worked for. And I will not... Be a fool and an ignorant child to follow this man. Look, I, I'm wealthy. Oh, he's targeting me. The church wants my wealth, of course. Swindling anything they can get. That's why, that's why he picked me out from the street. You know, I asked him, how do I inherit eternal life? I didn't ask, does your church need financial support? But... Do you have to sell everything to inherit eternal life? I never thought this was a teaching of the Christian faith. Like surely there's an easier way. Surely I just sign the church newsletter and that is fine. You know, or maybe I maybe I maybe I do come to church. Maybe I bring my family. Maybe that's like an easier pathway into eternal life. But like, why did he ask me to give up my money and possessions? 
you know, all, all my life, I've, I've worked for my possessions and my bank account, and they are secure. I can rely on them. I've never had to rely on someone else or anything else before. Like, how can I trust this man if you can't even see this treasure in heaven, if you can't even touch it, if you can't even smell the gold, how can I trust this man? And literally anyone is insane if they think God can tangibly provide for their every need. You know, this is why I find Christians so frustrating is because they live in this fantasy of God will provide everything for me. That is not real. I do not see how that is possible. I do not see how that is possible. Say, perhaps I was interested. I can't even be angry. Sell all your possessions and give to the poor. Just can't give it up. I love my life and I I love the life that my money provides for me. This man, he looked at me and he said, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Indeed, it is easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Who is this man? There was a homeless lady who was sitting on the bench just outside the church. Like I walk past her every day and I I never look. I never give her my spare cash. I just walk past her every day. But as he was speaking, I saw this homeless lady dancing with the young children. She was alive and I'd never seen her up in alive before. She was talking to all of this man, these men's friends and she seemed like a I didn't recognize her. But I turned away so sad because I am very wealthy. I left the teacher and I started walking. The glimmer of the initial interaction seemed to fade. The memory of the children dancing just seemed so frivolous. So I left. Without hope, I left. I walked away. Who am I? I'm a, I'm a CEO. Yeah, sure, I'm rich. How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? What? It's as impossible as a camel to go through the eye of a needle. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. I can't give it up. I can't give it up to follow him. It is impossible. Will I go to heaven or hell? I don't know. What must I do to inherit eternal life? It's impossible. With my back turned towards them, I overheard someone in the crowd ask, who then can be saved? Maybe I wasn't the only one having a crisis this morning. But it stopped me. The teacher replied, what is impossible with man is possible with God. And I turned around 
And this man was staring straight at me. In that moment, he knew me. He knew my thoughts. He knew my struggle. He was probably the, the first person to see me for who I really am. You know, he just saw straight past my business. He saw straight past my wealth. He saw straight past my facade of being busy all the time. He saw past my broken family, past my failing marriage. He saw past my deceit and my love for money. And there, in that moment, I felt I could trust what he said. Maybe he was answering my first question. I could trust this man. I don't know why, but whoever he is, whoever he was, I could trust him. The kindness and the mercy in his eyes. Surely this man is more than holy. In, in, in that exact moment, I felt that void in me, that, that tightening around my throat, it seemed to loosen. At the kindness in his eyes, what seemed impossible was somehow possible. Some, in his eyes, something was shifting in me. I didn't know what was happening. Something was possible with God. Is, is, that, is that it? I looked at the homeless lady and suddenly I was filled with compassion for her and I, I just wanted to give everything I had to her. I did not know where this feeling was coming from. It was so strange. Like Only a moment ago, it was literally impossible for me to give anything to her. All in this man's eyes, it seemed like it was possible for me to experience life. And then out of nowhere, this man in the corner, his name was Peter, he almost yelled out, Jesus, we have left everything to follow you. There was like a really odd silence. He was brooding in the background. He was sitting on the concrete fence of the church. His arms were folded. He was, he was angry, almost bitter. He looked tired and spent. He looked lonely and scared. He had nothing with him apart from the shirt on his back and his pants seemed that they might have fitted him when he had a bit more weight on him. He had a small backpack, but honestly, it looked empty. He had nothing. He was wearing a silver wedding ring, but where was his wife? Oh, is, is this the, the future for me? Does following this man lead to... This a state of misery? Truly I tell you, Jesus said to him, no one who has left home or wife or brothers or sisters or children for the sake of the kingdom of God will fail to receive many times as much in this age and in the age to come eternal life. As you said, this one man went and sat beside Peter and put his arm around him. And Peter cried. 
In that moment, I could tell Peter had given up everything to follow this man. And perhaps he was regretting it. Perhaps he missed his life and how normal it was and how comfortable it was before he made a decision to follow Jesus, before he really made continuous decisions to follow this man. He'd given up everything for the kingdom of God, and here he was. But as I looked at him and as what was happening, I think I finally now understand what Jesus was saying at first. Sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. While it looked like Peter had nothing, all he literally had was Jesus. Maybe even in this age he gained a new family. Look, all the brothers and sisters that he has around him right now. That brother who's comforting him. Look, a child was even offering him their lunch. And then an older lady started to wrap her blanket around him. And there was Jesus kneeling down right in front of Peter. And he was wiping away his tears and he was encouraging Peter and saying, every sacrifice you have made has been worth it. Every sacrifice has not been unnoticed. Peter, you will receive a reward in this life and in the life to come. Keep your eyes on treasure in heaven. There was mercy in this man's eyes. For Peter to continue and for me to even come to follow Jesus, I felt like it was literally only possible by God. What seemed impossible was only possible with God. So maybe I am having an existential crisis or maybe I'm going a bit crazy, but this interaction with Jesus has changed me. What must I do to inherit eternal life? Well, I don't want to be sad any longer. I don't want to rely on anything else that can fade away. For if it is possible with God's strength alone to give up everything, I will try and I will follow Jesus. Thanks for listening. We hope that you have been blessed by the message. Windsor Road Baptist Church is a growing intergenerational and international community of people committed to whole life discipleship. Please visit us at windsorroad.org.au to connect with us and to learn more about our church.